Welcome to Silent Symptoms, a Black mental health podcast. I am your host, Kataso Fridge, a Florida-based therapist. This podcast focuses on mental health, stigmas, and social injustices that affect the Black community. This podcast was created to bring awareness about mental health and can be used as an educational guide, but this is not to be used as a replacement for seeking help from a therapist. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Hi, welcome to Silent Symptoms, a Black mental health podcast. Today on the pod, we're going to be talking about knowing your worth. And um, you're going to have to excuse my voice because I've been sick for the last week, so it's kind of difficult for me to project. And I probably do sound kind of stuffy. So please bear with me on this specific episode. So today when I talk about knowing your worth, it comes in different capacities. Knowing your worth in relationships and knowing your worth in friendships. I think a lot of us have struggled in that area at some point in our lives. So there's no denying that there. And what inspired me to come up with a specific topic is because I've been hearing a lot lately that people have been struggling with their worth and they probably don't even know that's their struggle. They're staying in relationships that are unhealthy or friendships that are not really helpful or relationships that aren't a two-way street. So we have to be really careful how we're going to be perceived in relationships and how we perceive others in relationships. So currently, it's cuffing season, the summer is coming around, spring is trying to show up, and we have to be readily available for the things that we want in our lives. So the first things that we really have to do is take an internal look at ourselves as to what we are displaying to people that we're trying to attract. So if you're looking for a successful man or a woman, you have to be dressing like you're successful. And you have to carry yourself as such. So you can't expect a man that has his stuff together and you don't. If you're struggling with your self-esteem and you want to meet a man that is confident, it's kind of hard to get that. You know, you are what you project. And it's kind of hard for us sometimes to see like what we're worth and what we're putting out there in the atmosphere because we've been traumatized in previous relationships we've put up with too much and we feel like we're not putting up with anything like that anymore so there are a lot of capacities that we have to really look at and how we project and the people that we bring into our life I can't stress that enough so if you've just come out of a relationship you have to actually take some time to heal yourself before jumping in another Because sometimes some of the baggage that we brought from our previous relationship can affect the new relationship that we want. And this new relationship can be a healthy relationship, a relationship that is worth your while. However, if we are not doing the work to get ourselves clear from a toxic relationship from the past, then we can't be like a good person for the person that we're with currently. So some of the toxic traits that we may have had in the previous relationships, like going through people's phone or, you know, talking crazy to them. So not having no filter, saying whatever you want, cursing at your partner, uh, being disrespectful. Those things are not to be tolerated in any relationship, whether it's a friendship or a relationship So a romantic one. So we have to be really careful about our own toxic traits. 
right? So if we are toxic and we don't see that and we expect to attract other people in our lives that aren't toxic, it's not going to happen. So at first, the relationship may seem all great, all dandy, and then two months down the line, three months down the line, everybody starts being themselves and all those toxic traits come out. So if we are not fully healed from a relationship, we should not be getting into another one. Let's take time to really solve the issues that we had. So we also have to look at ourselves. So if we had any toxic behaviors, we need to take that time to work on them. If we allowed somebody to treat us like we're not worthy, we have to look at that also because that plays a great part in how we're going to move forward in our life. You know, we've all been guilty of saying, I'm not going to put up with that type of stuff. I don't know why my friend has put up with such a guy. And then we meet someone and then we're in a relationship with the exact same person that we said we wouldn't be in a relationship with. You know what I mean? So we have to be really careful of the things that we say we're not going to do, especially if we've never been through that specific situation. We are not exempt from being in bad relationships. Bad relationships are gonna come, but it's all about how you move forward from a situation that is toxic. And we also have to notice the signs of toxicity in relationships. So number one, if you're dating someone that is very secretive, they don't want you to know anything about their life, and you don't hear from them for, for days at the time, they're cheating and you catch them on multiple occasions. They're disrespectful. They talk to you like you don't even matter. And there are more things that show that somebody's toxic. So if they're cursing at you, lashing out at you, calling you names, those are the things that we do not want when we're in a relationship. It is possible to be in a healthy relationship with someone where the communication is there. You have conversation where there's conflict. We don't scream at each other. We don't curse at each other. It may be hard when we're used to, you know, doing toxic things because our previous partner used to yell and scream. And the only way you could be heard was for you to be yelling and screaming. We've all been there. So we have to change our frame and how we look at things as far as relationships. And it's very, 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 very important for men and women alike to recognize that we are more than that. We are worth 10 times anyone talking to us crazy. So even when we want a person to be good for us and they are not, we have to be able to be strong enough to let that situation go. There are plenty of men out there and there are plenty of women out there that feel like that nobody else is there for them to be matched with. There's always somebody for anyone. So we have to project what we want. And part of that is taking good care of ourselves. If we don't take care of ourselves and we don't look at ourselves within to see, okay, what am I lacking in my life? To where I'm allowing somebody to treat me this way. What is it about me that feels as though I need this person in my life? Is it for security? Is it because of the kids? Is it because you love that person or you feel like you can't find anyone else? Right? Or your self-esteem. 
We have to look at that because those things matter in a relationship. And if we can't get to the point where we look at the root as ourselves for putting up with someone who does not know our worth. So once we recognize that there's something wrong there, that we're putting up with someone that doesn't deserve us, right? So we've already evaluated ourselves. How can we take good care of ourselves? So you always have to have some type of self-care. You have to be able to get with your girlfriends and have a conversation about what you're feeling. Or if you want to see a professional because, you know, you're depressed or you have anxiety that is caused by a relationship that you're in. Okay. And let's also talk about friendships, right? So in friendships, they can be really one-sided. So if we have friends that we're constantly there for, um, where whenever they give us a call, we're always there. But when we need something back from them, they can't give us anything. If we're constantly supporting our friends, but they don't support us, that can get really, really draining. And we have to also analyze friendships and hold them to the same standards as we do as a relationship. Because it's also a transaction. Like you scratch my back, I scratch yours. And communication and friendships is very important. I've had friends who, you know, I've been there for uh, through their relationships, turmoil, letting them call me at three o'clock in the morning, um, listening to them for hours, venting about their terrible relationship, right? When I was in a terrible relationship, I would give them a call. They wouldn't answer or they answer when they felt like it. If I called them at crazy hours, they never answered. And sometimes we have to look at things like that and say, dang, like I was there for you and you weren't there for me. So we have to analyze relationships. And when you seek support, like if you're starting a business or you're doing something special and they don't show up for you, you have to look at those things as well. And we also look at ourselves. Are we readily available for our friends when they need us? So we can't expect people to be there for us when we're not there for them. So those are the things we also need to look at. And we always have to also count on ourselves in relationships and friendships. So the biggest thing in relationships is that we neglect ourselves because we're so stuck on being with that specific person. We forget about our own needs. We put that person on a pedestal and say, hey, this is my man. This is my woman. I'm going to do whatever it takes to be with them. I'm going to take care of them. And then we neglect ourselves. Do not Neglect yourself for a relationship. We're for a relationship. We are past that point. A relationship should be to where you guys equal each other out. Okay, you have to always be able to meet your own needs first, and then meet the needs of the other person. Like I always say, if your glass is completely empty, what do you have to pour in somebody else's life? If we're neglecting ourselves. We're always going to be at a position of a lose-lose because we are not full enough to share with ourselves and share with other people. So we have to make a commitment to ourselves to make sure that we're taken care of. We're not worried about anybody else first. And then we can worry about ourselves and the next person afterwards. We have to make that commitment to ourselves. Okay. Also, 
knowing when enough is enough. We have to stand up for ourselves in relationships. We have to know our self-worth. Men and women alike, if we're bringing things to the table, make sure if you have all the food you're bringing into a relationship, make sure the man or a woman brings the table. You should not be bringing the table, the chairs, the living room, the restaurant to a person they can't even bring you something as simple as a table. We cannot continue the cycle of settling. We have to know our worth. We absolutely have to get past that point of settling for whatever feels good for the moment. And when we realize that something is toxic, we have to be able to let it go. When I tell you guys it took me five years to get out of a toxic relationship that I knew was toxic the first few months that I was in that situation. Let me tell you guys about forgetting about ourselves. Like, I was in such a toxic relationship. I didn't even know it was causing me anxiety, depression, worry, confusion, all these things, right? And I continued on that cycle. I was allowing somebody to play mind games with me. I was allowing somebody to cheat on me, to give me false hope. And I continued to be this good person. Oh, you're a good girl. If you continue to act right and show him love, he's going to show you love back. He's going to stop cheating. He's going to stop treating you like crap. That never changed because I was never the problem. The problem was with that specific individual because they didn't know their self-worth. So they had to seek validation from multiple women. So when we seek that validation from multiple women, whatever we do as that partner in that relationship, that specific person cannot give us all that we deserve because they are so focused on other things. So we have to know our worth and we have to be able to think first, use our brains instead of our heart because our heart is always going to show love to that specific person. So if we know and we have these feelings and an inkling that something is wrong, nine times out of 10, something is wrong. And we have to be very careful about what we put in the atmosphere and what we bring into our life. So we asked also have to write down the things that we want out of a relationship. So before I got into this awesome relationship, I really was at a loss. So before my current relationship, I was just in a very toxic relationship. I was in a hard place. And at that point, I had made a decision that, you know, you know what? I'm just tired of spinning around in circles. For months before I had a breakup in this relationship from before, I started to mentally detach myself. So I would tell this person we're not going to be together. And then for some reason, we'll end up back together. So what I started doing was emotionally detaching myself silently and not doing the things that I used to do so that the you know transition was a little bit easier because I found myself always going back into this you know toxic cycle of trying to be the fixer of a person who could not be fixed because they had their own issues before me. So when I moved forward, I was like, okay, one day I woke up, I was like, okay, we cannot be in this relationship anymore. And he was like, what? Yep. And that was my word. And then I never went back. So after the relationship ended, I started doing work with myself internally to see, okay, what made me stay in this relationship? Number one, I had to look at myself. And then number two, 
why did I think that it was okay for me to deal with such toxic behavior from a person and thought it was a good idea for me to still be a good person? Like I really had to dig deep and do the work and, you know, and most of it was not even self-esteem. I had great self-esteem. I knew what I wanted and I knew what I deserved, but I continued because I thought that I was in love and I can't get out of that cycle. So once I made that decision, I was like, nope, this is not going to be my life. I knew this person was not going to be my husband. So why am I still here? And one day I was talking to a friend and we decided, you know what? I'm going to start writing down all the things that I want from a man my non-negotiables and this is not saying that oh if you don't meet 10 of these um we're not gonna be together but I wrote down all the realistic things that I wanted out of a person because you know before I was settling and I didn't you know use my self-worth I was just going with what was good in the moment so after I wrote down this list like literally wrote down the list I started going out with my friends I was having fun I was traveling I was doing all these amazing things in my life and one day boom I meet a man that had like when I say 95% of those things on my list I mean that 95% and I just say this because you know, we have to know our worth and everything is possible that we want from an individual. It's about what we're willing to settle for and how much self-worth we have and what we're projecting into the world of what we want. So if we're not going to put it out in the atmosphere and verbally say it, maybe you don't want a man with kids. There you go. You don't have to have a man with kids. Or you want someone that is going to be your motivator. There you go. He's going to be around. Or someone that is great at communicating their issues. There you go. Somebody that won't cheat on me. There you go. You know, there are certain things that are non-negotiables in our life. And we have to write those down. Because the minute we end up with someone that we settle for, it's not going to be a good thing. It's going to be another cycle. So we have to be happy with who we are first. And then... We can come into a new relationship. So just know that with, with whatever relationship that you gain into friendship, you deserve more. You deserve everything that you ask for. You deserve to be loved 100%. There's no one on this earth that should be able to treat you like you are nothing because you are someone. Okay, and we also have to treat others with love and respect if we feel like we deserve that in turn. We cannot be nasty. We cannot be demeaning and expect great things. And we also have to be okay with the fact that the people that we want won't want us back. I think that's the hardest part to realize. We want something to work so badly that we just settle for anything. And then the pressure of family, a family say, hey, when are you going to have kids or when are you going to get married? We cannot let other people determine where we're going with our relationships and our lives, because if we do everything on a time clock, we're not going to be happy. So we have to be able to do things on our terms and when we want things to happen. So I thank you guys so much for tuning in and please Know that we are worth so much. So peace and blessings. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. 
Thank you for tuning in. Please be sure to like, share, and subscribe to our podcast. You can catch us on Anchor and all your favorite media streams. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Silent Symptoms Podcast. Let us know if you have any feedback or topics that you would like to hear. 